This is Animal Radio. It's Animal Radio celebrating our connection with our pets. We do it every weekend, and it amazes me. Every weekend we find new listeners. If you're one of the new listeners listening to Animal Radio for the first time, uh, it's a whole dream team of experts shuffling into the studio right now. We have Dr. Debbie. She's our Animal Radio vet. She's not only our radio vet, but she's actually the vet for our animals. We trust her very much. And you can speak with her at one 405 8405 We also have Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Don't let that scare you. He knows a lot about dogs. And if you're having any kind of dog behavior problems, even the most vexing problems can be solved by Vlade. Did I read that right? He told me that's how I was supposed Very to read good. it, just he, like that. He speaks their you language. You did excellent, Hal. Yeah. Hey, he presented this to me last week after we found out Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, has to have her own theme. And any time we talk about her, we have to play this crazy theme. So now all of the Animal Radio Dream Team panel are stepping up with their crazy demands. <laughs> Uh, for you, you wanted me to get you some mucklucks, Bobby. I don't know. You're wearing them today. They look nice. It's the only thing that you're wearing. As a news authority, I'm glad this is radio. Uh, Bobby Hill, ladies and gentlemen. Animal communicator. Thanks, Al. Joey Turner and Susan Sims on the way. Uh, what are you working on in news there? All kinds of wonderful things, but the the most recent and pressing one would be the president of the ASPCA has come out and commented on the former NFL quarterback who's recently been released from prison for serving a sentence on dog fighting. And, you know, this is such a, a, a tough situation because we're supposed to, in this society, realize, well, he's paid his debts to society, he being former NFL quarterback Michael Vick, spent two, almost two years in prison for dog fighting. But then again, the NFL, do we really, do they really want him back? I think we need to take a listener poll. Okay, yeah. the NFL kind of an elite league. Should Michael Vick be back in the NFL? Yeah, should he be allowed to come back? I think that's a fair question. It's yeah. not like we don't want him just to be able to make a living. The question is, as, as Mr. Sayers pointed out in his statement, should he be allowed to rejoin the elite athletes in the NFL? I think that's a fair question. one 405 Let us know what you think. Has he paid his time? Has he, has he served his time and is he ready to... Step back into the NFL. Of course, we're talking about Michael Vick and uh, everything that is related to his dog fighting charges of uh, last year and two years back. Wow. Mm-hmm. How long did he spend in jail there? It was a, it was a long time. He was in 23 months. 23, yeah. 23 months. months. Yeah. 23 months. But the last couple, he's been out on, on uh, home. Never with really. That cute little ankle monitoring. Yeah. Never... You know, I, personally. I think that the only way he could really attempt to repay, because I've never heard an apology from the man. Yeah, he never you. really had any remorse whatsoever yeah. about that. I'd like to see him step up and start taking care of some of those surviving animals that were confiscated and saved in the raid on the dog fighting. Yeah, or he should have to do some community time in his local shelter. Mm-hmm. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Let us know what you think, or if you want to talk to Doctor Debbie or Vlade or Vinny, uh, Susan or Bobby or me or Ladybug the Studio Stunt Chihuahua. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. Leftover pizza can be a real treat. 
but leave the reheating to humans. Skylar, a golden retriever poodle mix from Chicago, tried to make a meal of the pizza her owner left on the stove, but ended up setting the house on fire. Skylar started the fire by trying to grab the pizza, pushing the pizza box near the burners, and turning the stove burner on with all the jumping and pizza grabbing. Firefighters found Skylar passed out from the smoke with her usually white coat pitch black from the soot. Medics used three canisters of oxygen to revive her, and now she's doing great. The house? Not so well. Damages from her pizza diving are estimated at around $50,000. I'm Fritz Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. This is Animal Radio. It's Animal Radio. 1-866-405-8405. It's really weird now hearing that bumper music. Mm-hmm. With uh, but Michael, I still Jeff. dance to it. <laughs> yeah, dance to it. It's tough to do. Hey, listen, the whole team is here. Doctor Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Vlade, the world famous Russian dog wizard, with your dog behavior questions. Satirist Vinnie Penn. That's actually he told me that's he needs to be addressed as satirist him. right now. I'm not even sure he what it means. To spell a new word. I need to look it up. I think it could be <laughs> profanity, and I wouldn't know. Animal no, communicator no, no. Joy Turner's on the way, and I always have trouble with this. Uh, you know, you, uh, Judy, I'm you're, a believer. You're, you're a believer. What about you, Bobby? Can you about communicate what? with animals? With ad- the whole thing that uh, Joy Turner does. I I can't buy into I it. I don't like to cast aspersions on any other people, especially those associated with our show. Well, sure. But, but who claim to have abilities that I cannot disprove. The whole team is here. Well, you really could. You really <laughs> evaded the question uh, very, very well. Dr. Debbie's here. The whole team is here. So if you'd rather not talk to an animal communicator, you'd rather talk to someone with uh, eight years of college, eight plus years, Dr. Debbie. I have no college whatsoever. I'm like the grand poobah here. And uh, I rank the college would have you, Hal. <laughs> yes, that's true. I rank one above Ladybug, the studio stunt dog. Except that I don't get my own theme. I should, I should demand a theme. Of course, uh, everyone's starting to make their demands. Vlade is making his demands and... Uh, Bobby, I don't suppose you have demands now, do you? I told you. Yeah? I want Temptations, Papa's Rolling Stone, as my intro. Okay, this is Because crazy. the intro to that song is like five minutes long. This is and way, it rocks. way out of hand here, people. Way out of hand. I don't care. If the dog gets a theme, I want a theme. Yeah, I've got to think about what I want for mine. You know what? What kind of news yeah, are you working on, on over there? Yeah. Let's, let's get you to work do, here. Oh, look how he tries to change it. Judy in Disguise, one of my Ooh, favorites. very good. Uh, See, yeah. Speaking of politicians, yes. Minnesota's new senator, yes. we know him as Al Frank in the community. Oh, yes. He's actually come out with some legislation that is going to help wounded vets get much-needed service dogs. We'll have details coming up in the news. one 405 Is this Lisa on line three? Hi, Lisa. How are you doing? Oh, just better than I deserve. <laughs> You're such a sunny spirit there. <laughs> I can't believe. What are you calling about? I hope everything's well in your world. Oh, pretty good. I just got a I got a really cute cat. I should have called you about the funny names. His name's Tripod. Oh. Um, he's a, yeah, he's a three-legged cat oh. with no tail. Wow. Oh, wow. How does that yeah, happen? He happen to, 
yeah, I kind of think it was a trauma, but I adopted him when he was about nine weeks old from the Humane Society, and no one seemed to know, so it's a mystery. Hmm. Well, we have a problem with little tripod. is like he's wanting to void in the areas he's not supposed to instead of in his box. What a polite term, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I'm a nurse. That comes, yeah, it's just a nursing thing. Okay. But he, um, it, it started, he did really well for about seven months, no troubles, did his little business where he was supposed to. And we had, we had a Labrador retriever with seven puppies, and we brought him in when she whelped the puppies. And we moved his box because she was in the um, utility room where he was, you know, where his box is. And okay. we moved the box out, moved everything out, closed the door, kept him away, you know, so it wouldn't freak him out. And then my husband came home from a deployment. He was gone for six months. Just, you know, things that rock a cat's world. I know they like their little routine. But now oh, he's definitely. taken to voiding on the bed, laundry. Those mm. are his spots now. But he's he's doing his little BMs in his box. And where's the box right now that where you're keeping that? It's back in the laundry room. The dog's uh, out in her um, kennel now. Okay. So the, the dog, dog and, the and the puppies are moved away now? Yeah, everything's out. It's back to the way it was before. Okay. And this behavior started when the puppies were in the home? Yeah, that's when that started. It's like after, I couldn't pinpoint it exactly like when I brought the dog in, my husband came home. It was a, hopefully that's just what triggered it, and hopefully mm-hmm. I can get him yeah. back to The first thing that that I always like to bring up, and in your, your situation kind of screams of a behavioral um, type trigger for this behavior, mm-hmm. but I would still say I would want to check a urine sample just to make sure we don't have some low-grade urinary issue going on because that, if we don't address that, we're never going to get anywhere with the behavior. Or it's going to make things much harder. So one of the first things that I would do is I would like to give an alternate litter box location. Um, Mm -hmm. You can keep that one where you got it, but um, Mm -hmm. we really need to provide another location somewhere for a couple Mm -hmm. reasons. One is if if this is the area that the dogs had... uh, inhabited before you know we might have some kind of aversion to the location now so we want to give a new area and maybe a quiet spot where she can kind of just you know get away and and be away from everyone because we always want to have one extra litter pan um, than you have cat in the home Um, i would like to see maybe um, using some uh, kitty pheromones the scent uh, hormones something we can't smell but um, cats sure can and it can help in some of these anxiety related behaviors and you can get those in a plug-in method or a uh, spray type uh, administrator and you spray your house with it um, yeah, I just but that some. fabulous yeah that yeah. I love them for something like this and you know I will consider anxiety medicine if it's needed but before we get there I would try the pheromones the extra litter box locations and I would give you a um, prescription for doing uh, about a 10 to 15 minute play session with your kitty every day just so we make sure that we reaffirm that you know you're still a very important member in this household and even though all this other ruckus was going on we you know you're still very much a part of our family and we want to make sure that you're stimulated mentally and physically so I think that will really give you give you some help there but uh, make sure we don't uh, skip out on the possibility of the urine check there well, he's a- nervous Nelly anyway. He's just his personality. Is he? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love his name. <laughs> you know, I've yeah, seen tripod. a couple tripods here. Definitely. They are they're adorable. I think something there's something kind of unique about having a pet that's missing a body part. <laughs> yeah, he's like I said he's missing too his tail and his foot. <laughs> so yeah, lots of personality. Well thank you so much for your call there, Lisa. One eight six six four oh five eight four oh five. Hi, who's this? 
This is Sue. How are you doing? Doing good, Sue. Where are you? Oh, I'm in um, Nebraska on my way to California. I'm a truck driver. A truck driver? Do you travel with your pets? Oh, yes, I do. I called in a long time ago because I called in about Munchkin being the nerve, so nervous, and I had to put him on tranquilizers and stuff. Oh, yeah. What and happened? I, well, you know what I had to do was my neighbor built me a box that he can sit right next to me uh-huh. so that he can get up on the steering wheel and look over the windshield. Oh, wow. Okay. Better seating. And he doesn't take tranquilizers anymore. Oh, that is so wow. cool. So he can see out the front window. I know the same with Judy, sort of. She, if she's in a bus, if she's in the back of a bus, she'll get sick. But yeah. if you put her in the front window... As long as I can she, see out. She's calm and relaxed. Now, he puts his, He puts and, his... You know, I tried all different things, and because he's eight years old, and he's been on the truck since he was six weeks old, uh-huh. and I never had a problem till he got older. And once we um, found out that he could sit up on the ice chest, it was like a total different dog. <laughs> so I wanted to let the truckers know that you know, if their dogs are having issues, that they need to get them off the floor and give them their own pouch. They need to be able to see out the window, is what you're saying. Right. Okay. And that will solve all their problems with their dogs being nervous. Now, he puts the paws on the steering wheel. Does he help you drive? Yes, he does. Uh-oh. What? He helps oh, you yes. drive? Oh, he knows how to walk his paws around the steering wheel when I'm turning. <laughs> and he loves it at night because he likes all the lights. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Okay, great tip there. Great tip. We appreciate it. Thank you so much for calling in today. Hey, no problem. You guys are great on the radio. Oh, well, thanks. Thank you. You're you're awesome in the truck listening. Also, uh, yes, I listen to you guys every Saturday. And we, we appreciate it. Thank you very much, Sue. 1-866-405-8405. Okay, time to check out that website I heard about. www.safeguardfordogs.com. There it is. Hi, I'm Don. The virtual host is a nice touch. It looks like these links and videos cover everything a dog owner might want to know about intestinal worm infections and how to prevent them. Hmm, here's a savings coupon for Safeguard K90 Wormers and even an online reminder service. Better bookmark this one www.safeguardfordogs.com This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Safeguard Canine Dewormer. Did you know that your dog could have intestinal worms even if he's on a heartworm prevention program? For more complete protection, deworm your dog twice a year with broad-spectrum Safeguard Canine Dewormer. To find out more, visit www.safeguardfordogs.com Hi, this is Bill Maher. Every year, millions of animals wander away from home, and tragically, most are never reunited with their family. Now there's a way to help a stray animal find its way home. It's called Pets 911. Simply call 1-888-PETS-911 and do your part to help ensure a better future for our animal friends. For more information, go to Pets911.com. Proud to be a partner of Animal Radio. Fido Friendly Magazine. Perhaps you can do without it, but for kibble's sake, think of your dog. At last, a voice for us traveling canines. Until now, few have taken mobile pooches seriously. After all, who appreciates warm shelter and a comfy bed more than a dog? Fido Friendly, the travel magazine for you and your dog. A quarterly guide to Fido-friendly accommodations in the United States and Canada. Because if Fido ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. Subscribe at FidoFriendly.com. Your dog will thank you. When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. 
Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. And the whole gang is here at 1-866-405-8405 to answer your vet medical questions, your behavior questions, or your funny, funny questions. Vinny, surprisingly, for this being an animal show, he is uh, fielding a lot of questions about how to get published and how to make a movie. And Of course, that's what he's doing with his life right now. Bobby working hard on news, actually working on a Michael Vick story, is that correct? Story that will not end. Yeah. Because since he has been released from his 23-month prison sentence, hmm. it's now a question of will he be allowed to return to the NFL? And I like to look at it as, should he be allowed to return? We do have comments from ASPCA's president and CEO, Ed Sayers, on the situation. Okay. one 405 You're going to throw it out, aren't you? You want to find out what listeners think, don't you? I want, I want to hear what other people have to say about it. And, and I want to see if other people are as insulted that the NFL would even consider to have him back. Should uh, Michael Vick be back in the NFL? Has he served his time or has he shown no remorse and not be part of this elite league? Let us know. Uh, another dog fighting operation within the last few weeks. Our friend, Dr. Melinda Merck from the ASPCA, she's the Senior Director of Veterinary Forensics. She's the one that drives around that CSI vehicle That's that so we talked cool. about. so cool, yes. It's been out for a couple years Dr. Now. Merck, how are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. Tell us a little bit about this dog fighting operation that of the last few weeks. I, I understand there's a lot of organizations involved in, in cleaning this up. How many animals were involved? Obviously, you were there called was, in first. Yeah, there was uh, several states involved. It was a federal case, uh, very well orchestrated, um, multi-state, um, simultaneous execution of grades. And I, I don't know the final count. I know it's um, over 400. I know we took in um, approximately 406, I think it was, in Missouri, um, eastern or western Illinois area, uh, where I was primarily working. And then there was Nebraska and Oklahoma and Texas and Mississippi and Arkansas and Iowa, I think it was. Wow. Where do these yeah. animals go? The the case for the Missouri and Illinois case uh, was handled by three U.S. attorneys, but they went to a um, temporary shelter that was created to um, hold all these animals. And it was really um, a great execution by Humane Society of Missouri uh, Cruelty Task Force. They're, they're, they're like a well-oiled machine. They... They are, uh, work on disasters and have these great investigators and great field response team. And so what they did is, um, I think it's the largest amount of animals, uh, dogs from dog fighting cases that are housed in one area. And they did a really terrific job in creating a shelter that was safe. Uh, to handle these dogs and that the dogs are well cared for. Looking back on this, is there a really, really silver lining to the whole Michael Vick situation? I mean, I really see that there's a whole brand new way of prosecuting dog fighters and that really he has brought to light something that would have been hidden otherwise. There, there is. I, I think that it raised public awareness. It certainly raised um, lawmakers' awareness um, with the public outcry on the behavior uh, associated with dog fighting, and so we got a lot of new laws and, and constantly improving laws throughout the United States, and it certainly made an impact even internationally. The story reached um, across both bodies of water, 
But on, on the reverse now, since the Michael Vick has brought it to light, is it harder to catch these people, or are they being better now, more secretive? They know that uh, people are watching, or are they hiding more? They, they are, they'll go underground for about six months on average um, after a big raid like we just did in the Midwest. Hmm. Um, and they learn from, they actually learn from the prosecution side um, how what worked and uh-huh. what nailed the, the uh, suspect or the defendant, you know, and so they're changing, constantly changing and evolving. I mean, it's a, it's a network, but it's also a loose network, and maybe we sometimes give them more credit than we should, but they are uh, learning, and they will change the dogfighting, how they train them, how they fight them. Uh, we're already seeing where they separate. Used to be a dogfighter would do everything, their breeding, their training, um, everything in one location, and now we see them separating them. Um, maybe the breeding operation is at mom's house and the training is at their cousin's house and uh-huh. so that they're not as likely to get mailed um, right. if they were to be raided. You are doing wonderful work. We thank you for spending some time with us today. People can learn more at ASPCA.org. Of course, Dr. Melinda Merck, ASPCA Senior Director of Veterinary Forensics, joining us. Have a good day. Thank you. You too. 1-866-405-8405. Should Michael Vick... Hey, you know what? Put her put her back on the phone. Can we... Can Doc, we put her, still there? Put her back. She's gone already. Okay. 1-866-405-8405. What do you think? Should Michael Vick be in the NFL? Has he paid his time? Has he shown any remorse? Let us know right now. What do you think? Right now? No, later. Ah! Sorry. You know what? It's it's like this whole dream team of talent here has come together to answer your question is to talk about animals today. And each one of us, well, we couldn't do with any one of us. Well, except for me, maybe. But Vlade, you know, he's there to answer your dog questions. And he, we found him from David Letterman. I had to actually pay off David Letterman to, to get, get him, him. To, to, yes. to join us. Uh, Dr. Debbie, of course, uh, very schooled. I call her for my own personal problems. But she is the animal radio vet. In other words, not just someone who comes in and answers your questions, but she actually takes care of the animal radio uh, animals like uh, Boog and Ladybug the Studio Stunt Chihuahua, who's not really a Chihuahua at all. <laughs> and, uh, of course, animal communicator Joy Turner. If that's your thing, I'm not into that, uh, but you, uh, you're into that, uh, aren't you? You have to have an experience, and then you'll totally believe. Our you tra- will someday. Our travel talk expert, that, of course, is Susan Sims. And then Bobby, she, she lives... For the news, animal news, any animal breaking news, five days a week. She takes Sunday and and, uh, Monday off, but five days a week. The rest of the week, uh, she actually works very hard compiling the animal news. And you can see the uh, daily updates, even get them delivered to your email box at animalradio.com. The same place that you can sign up for the summer giveaway. Vladi, are you ready to answer some calls? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have uh, David on the phone. Hi, David. How are you? I have a um, problem with uh, our dogs. They tend to like to uh, eat their feces. What breed do you say? A Maltese breed. I think they call them a Havanese. It's that part Maltese. Havanese. Havanese. I mean, uh, always my boss, Hale, always keep telling me I never say any good about any breeds. I like Havanese. I like Maltese. Uh, that's uh, two of my favorites from the little one. i definitely not a great fan of Chihuahua. Ah, Judy, uh-huh. don't grab, don't grab that stick. Okay, I always keep telling you, you should have get a real dog. But uh, okay, uh, back to your question. Um, so they're eating the poop. Uh, where did you get that Maltese? Oh, um, or yeah, out of highway. A, a small time breeder. They just they they're, they're not big time breeders. They just kind of they're just a, a one family that that has yeah. two dogs. They breed every once in a while. 
Yeah, it should not be the problem with the breather because you know the normally what's happening the dogs eat eat each other poops for the few reasons. Uh, for everyone who is right now is hearing us, please listen up because it's important. I'm receiving the questions like that all the time. Um, reason number one: um, the puppy is hungry, or they keep them uh, in the small in the small area. Many puppies um, and the and the person who taking care of them. Do not pick up the feces, or we can say poop. I see on the animal radio, we say the things as it is, especially on the bloody talks. Um, so, yeah, I keep the hell. Keep, uh, hell is always keeping his finger on the button. So he doesn't know when to push it up. <laughs> so, anyway, that's what it is. Not enough food, or they're just competing for their food, or pe- people don't clean after them. That's the problem number one. Problem number two is a digestive problem. So the dogs do not recycle the food well, and they sniff, they scent that nutrients in the feces and wants to recycle them. That's what they eat it as well. And number three, they just do it for entertainment. They just like that stinky stuff. I mean, dogs love the stuff like that. They like the roll dead fish, go after the socks, use socks, and all that part type of the thing. They have a different sense to, to the taste and smell, uh, much different than we humans have. So anyway, um, what I would do in your situation, and I'm going to do as escalation. Number one, I don't care whatever product you used. Uh, I just don't care. I really want to use one product by name, stop. Uh, I want to use stop. It's hard to find. I want you to send me email. You're going to go to animalradio.com, contact Vladi, and send me as soon as we finish uh, the show. Probably I will be in, in there mm, probably 30, 40 minutes more. After, please um, shoot me email. And uh, I will send you a link where you can get this product by name STOP. That product address all those issues in combination when I just was talking about. Um, that would be my number one defense. Number two, if this will not work, which I really doubt, but I would think as the double insurance, I also probably would be spying on my dog as the KGB FBI agent through the window, as soon as I see the dog is approaching to the feces, I'm not going to clean up that things. You know, I'm going to just I will have an attitude. You know, make my day. Go eat it. And as soon as I see the puppies approaching to this feces, I would suddenly appear through the door, scream, ah, and I'm going to toss toward the puppy, uh, toward your dog. Uh, empty can, not empty, my five, six pennies inside, startle her into the attention. So, and after I will calmly say, good girl, as nothing happened, and uh, hide myself back behind the door. And if I'm going to catch her in the action for three, four times, it's going to make a big difference in the way how she percepts, because she will think you, your vision, your eyes is everywhere. That one is not eliminate the cause, mm, unless it's a learned behavior. But if it has a if its cause is the way which I described, the first product by name stop will eliminate the cause. Uh, the one which I described for you will just address the symptoms. If you don't want to just run around and scream like you're nuts, um, at least your neighbors may think, use an average device, uh, pet safe company making it. It's citronella spray. 
uh, basically the one which you push the button and it's a very gentle spray uh, of citronella or citrus comes under your dog chin. They're very small devices you can get and just you hide. They're not expensive. It doesn't work. You can always return it. Uh, Petco is selling them. So the company PetSafe. Um, basically, you just tell them you want to get something like citronella or, or citrus spray activated device when you push the button and it's emit spray. Just again, set it up, hide, watch, the dog touch, you push the button. You push the button, it sprays, it startles. Remember, people, your dogs always have two trainers. You and environment. When the dog jumps on you, you should correcting your dog. When the dog wants to eat, eat the poop, the dog needs to think, Hey, I touched that poop. That's That crazy sound with that smell comes out, out of nowhere. I got to keep myself away from that area. And, of course... That's that will address the the symptoms, but the cause would be addressing by using the product by name. Stop. Thank you so much for calling to the Animal Radio. This is the Vladi. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Simple Solution. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. In response to the recent release of former NFL quarterback Michael Vick, after serving a 23-month sentence for dogfighting, ASPCA President and CEO Ed Sayers commented on Vick's future. In his statement, Sayers described Vick's involvement with the brutal practice of dogfighting as, quote, not a, one tri- not a one-time transgression or crime of passion. This was a multi-year pattern of behavior that demonstrates a startling lack of moral character and judgment, end quote. Sayers also pointed out that, quote, given the stature of what it means to be part of the NFL, it is crucial that Mr. Vick first express remorse for what he has done, something he has yet to do. Sayers also pointed out that, quote, the question isn't whether he deserves to earn a livelihood. The question is whether Mr. Vick should be able to rejoin the elite athletes in the NFL, end quote. The July issue of Developmental Psychology contains results of a new study which suggests babies understand barks. Researchers found a group of six-month-old infants studied that could distinguish an aggressive bark belongs to an angry-looking dog. Hmm? They were also able to find friendly-looking dogs who weren't barking aggressively. Researchers said the infants showed a level of sophistication about how dogs reveal emotions. No word yet on just what they're going to do with that information, but there you go. (laughs) And police in Boontown, New Jersey have a veritable PR nightmare on their hands, according to the Associated Press. One of their officers pepper-sprayed a groundhog. Sergeant Mike Daniel and partner Officer Paul Ryan reported to reports of an aggressive groundhog. The person who called said the groundhog had chased him into his garage. When the officers arrived, the rodent charged them. Sergeant Daniel tripped and fell. His partner sprayed the groundhog in the face with pepper spray to defend his partner. That gave them time to trap it. Sadly, the rodent had to be euthanized, and a necropsy will be performed to see if indeed it had rabies or why it was being so aggressive. The good news is both the officers are fine. Yeah, okay. Uh, okay, I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by Simple Solution, with a tip for pet messes. For liquid spills or urine stains, blot up the excess by starting on the outside of the stain, then move toward the center of the affected area. This will prevent the stain from spreading. Do you owe too much money on your credit cards? Do you have over $12,000 in debt and don't know how you'll pay it off? I have a proven program that can help solve your debt problems. I'm Ted Brower, founder of Debt Settlement USA. Credit card debt can cause serious financial hardship. 
especially if you have loss of income, you're going through a divorce, or you have costly medical bills. Before things get worse, call Debt Settlement USA. We'll show you how to get rid of your debt faster than you think, without bankruptcy and without taking out another loan. Just call Debt Settlement USA right now for a free consultation. Your call is confidential and there's no obligation. Call Debt Settlement USA at 1-888-551-7788. If you're having trouble with credit card debt, call right now. Call 1-888-551-7788. That's 888-551-7788. Hey, this is Brian Dottillo. I play Lucas Roberts on Days of Our Lives. You're listening to Animal Radio. And please don't forget to have your pets spayed or neutered. This is Animal Radio. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. It's Animal Radio. Doctor Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard, who we learned today is a pretty good tailor. It appears as he's fixing his Vladi shirt. <laughs> I don't sequins. know about that. <laughs> well, he's, he's little sequins. He's, I guess he's sewing them back on. And you, it looks like you've bedazzled your stethoscope. What is that? <laughs> Boy, it, looks, it looks very beautiful today. Animal communicator Joy Turner is on the way. Uh, Susan Sims and Bobby working feverishly on news. We go to the phones at one 405 8405 I believe we have Chris on the phones. Hey, Chris. Hey, what's going on, guys? Not much. Well, How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing all right. Okay, I got kind of a, all right, a little question for you. I have oh, a okay. Mac which is, you know, kind of a pit bull kind of dog. Okay. And uh, he's blind right now, and every once in a while he'll stumble, and he fell kind of down about the concrete steps and skinned up his little ankle on the bottom of his left foot. Okay. Okay. Now, with other cuts and gouges that he's had, you know, with other run-ins with dogs and tables and whatever, they've always been able to heal. You know, we put some bag bomb on it or whatever. But this one, he will not leave alone. He constantly licks and it won't heal. Is there anything I can do to stop him from licking it so the, the sore will heal? Okay. And this had just occurred after the, the injury itself. It wasn't something that was there prior to this? No, yeah. It started out with just a little, uh, you know, like if a kid falls down, he gets a good scraped up knee or something, you know? Okay. And then he just kept licking it and licking it, and it kept getting bigger and bigger. Oh, sure. Yeah. And it's on the underside of the, the paw? No, it's on the uh, it's on the front side. If you're looking at him from the face, you would see it. Okay. All right. Well, and that's unfortunately a, a big area that when dogs get a wound or sore there, it's kind of right in their business. So it's a prime area where they will want to repeatedly look at that. The hard thing is, number one, is we have to prevent access to this area. So whether we do a kind of a uh, short-term bandaging on that, um, if he's got a vision problem, I'm not as keen on using things like Elizabethan collars or types of collars to deter him from getting to that, just because, you know, he's already got some problems getting around. Um, is he completely blind? Uh, yeah, yeah. He's, had, he's been blind for probably about four years now. Okay. I mean, he gets well, then, around just fine. He knows where everything is. He just got that problem. Okay. Well, then that might not matter then. If he's already dealt with that vision loss, then keeping one of those Elizabethan collars on to just keep him physically away from that, to kind of stop that lick cycle because, 
you know, just like you're seeing, you know, repeated licking, it doesn't heal wounds. It actually keeps them from healing because of that tongue is actually creates a friction there. Now, there are some other remedies we can try that are anti-lick products. And some of those are variable success. Um, you know, a lot of people know about the, the bitter tasting products, bitter apple, bitter orange. Problem is with these is you can only put them on healthy skin. So you can put them around a wound, but you don't want it to get inside of it because it'll burn like the bejesus, and he will be very unhappy with that. Um, yeah. At my at my office, we have also tried a product um, called Lick Guard, and it's kind of on the scale of the anti-lick medicines. For me, I think it's the worst. I can't stand being in the room with the stuff, um, but it kind of has like a pickle type smell to it. Um, but again, you put it on only on healthy skin around the area, and that acts as a deterrent to keep them from licking. So I think physical, uh, you know, keeping either a bandage or a cone on um, or trying some of those lick products might be the best way to go for you there. Okay. Now, would I have to shave the, shave the hair down around the around his knuckles, little... There. Well, that kind of depends on what, the, yeah, what the sore looks like. If the sore is kind of gunky or crusty, then that would be a good measure as far as clipping the hair, cleaning it, keeping it clean with some hydrogen peroxide and you know some neosporin to the actual sore itself to allow that to heal in a healthy manner. So that you kind of have to gauge depending on what that type of thing looks like for him. And if it's definitely not healing, then after all of these efforts, you really, you know, we might be talking about needing to get him on antibiotics. Um, that's more for a deeper infection. But some of these superficial things, it's really a matter of just, it's an obsessive kind of licking response that we see in dogs. Um, so once we kind of calm them down and keep them away from it, we can let the body's natural healing processes take over from there. So, okay. so hopefully hopefully that might help you. And, um, you know, you know, try some of those or other lick products as well. Um, if you haven't already done so, just keep it off the ouchy part. <laughs> okay, this is Dr. Debbie. Thank you for the call, Chris. Uh, Give us a call if you have an animal question. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Did I tell you I picked up two more truckers on Twitter? And I mean that in the following sort of way, not the actual (laughs) I picked up truckers. Yeah, how's that Twitter thing going, Bobby? It's going pretty good. We got lots of followers. And every weekend after our show airs, we get lots and lots of people... Ashraf Ghuri, who is from Dubai in the United Arab Emirates. Mike Katastansis. Sorry, Mike. I totally butchered your name. He's in Victoria, Canada. He's a, he's a trucker. Uh, also have Dakota Roller on here. There's a couple of, Sheila Alvey from Oklahoma. She's a lady trucker. She's following us on Twitter. Twitter is fun and it gives, you know, really good news updates and bulletins to, not just gossip. And if you want to follow Animal Radio, you can really follow our news director here at Animal Radio. If anything important happens here, she'll Twitter it. You'll Twitter it, won't you? That's true. I've told you to keep That's my personal I- life out of it, but other than that, anything's fair game. Unless right? Hal does something really, really, really funny and embarrassing, and it'll be even better, because you can post <laughs> videos on Twitter, too. So. I have the camera ready. Oh, you shouldn't have said that. I've got this cool little thing on my phone. He doesn't even know when I'm recording him. Cool, Judy. We're conspiring against you, Hal. It's twitter.com slash Bobby Hill, and I'm promoting it. Uh, Of course, we'll link to it from animalradio.com. I did a quick little video of Eddie Money the other night. We went to the fairgrounds and he was playing. Was his crazy wife with him? (laughs) It's Animal Radio 1866. 
405-8405. It's the Animal Radio Summer Giveaway, and this happens every year. If you're new to Animal Radio, every year we get a whole bunch of prizes. We start this puppy in August, and by the time we pull the uh, the contestant's name in September, it's a huge, huge grand prize. This year, even better, because we have five runner-up prizes, which means there's more opportunities to win. There you go. And Celestron. I like being because some of the runner-ups are really good. They really yeah. are. You could be a runner-up, and I believe they're worth several million dollars. At the least. prizes. We're not sure about that. Don't You're take our word for now. that. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. Hand me the calculator. I think I put one too many zeros on that there. Uh-huh, maybe. Celestron, they have upped the ante. They, they have these beautiful spotting scopes. If you don't know anything about Celestron, they have a... Uh, they were the world's leading designer and manufacturer of high-quality optical products. It says it says that right there. And uh, they See, do. that's how you know. Yeah. Yes. They have a spotting scope. It's about a $500 spotting scope that they've uh, upped the ante with. Bissell is in there with the Liftoff Revolution Pet Vac. Uh, Celestron, did I mention they're also putting in five little uh, binoculars? Nice binoculars. Those are binoculars great. Yes, I tested those. I had to test them. And uh, Bissell, for the five runner-ups, they get the Pet Hair Eraser, corded handheld vacuums. G-Force, the movie came out Two weeks ago about the guinea pigs, we have little plush toys and all kinds of G-Force as well as Leapfrog and Disney Animal Kingdom park tickets. And Disney has been very, very good to us this year. If you want to qualify, you can do it five times daily at AnimalRadio.com up to September 30th. Or we can get you qualified right now at 1-866-405-8405. Is your dog a lucky dog? My dog is. She eats lucky dog cuisine. Home-cooked meals that come straight to my door. Give your dog the same natural ingredients you would if you had the time to cook for them every day. Feed your dog what Animal Radio feeds their lucky dog. Lucky dog cuisine. Great ingredients, no preservatives, straight from lucky dog's kitchen to your freezer. Visit luckydogcuisine.com for tail-wagging home-cooked meals made with love. Luckydogcuisine.com. That's luckydogcuisine.com. Does your pet become anxious when you leave the house? Do certain sounds like thunder or sirens cause your pet to feel uneasy? If your pet barks excessively or is an out-of-control chewer, you'll find the solution in Classic Cuts by Music My Pet. The principal performer for Disney's Baby Einstein has created Classic Cuts with special sounds to help calm, soothe, and relax your pet. A calm pet is a happy pet. To order your Classic Cuts, visit www.musicmypet.com or call 1-877-PET-CALM. Is your credit card debt out of control and you don't know what to do? I'm Ted Brower, founder of Debt Settlement USA. Contrary to what you may hear from other advertisers, there is no secret program that can magically eliminate your debt. But Debt Settlement USA does have an answer. We have perhaps the most experienced team in the industry. We've negotiated and settled over $150 million of debt for people just like you. If you have over $12,000 of credit card debt, Call right now for a free consultation. Debt Settlement USA built its reputation on one simple fact. We help our clients cut their debt. Find out how we can help you reduce your balances and your monthly payments. Call Debt Settlement USA at 1-888-551-7788. If you're having trouble with credit card debt, call right now. Call 1-888-551-7788. This is Animal Radio. Animal Radio. We are sort of a little family here. 
Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Vinnie Penn. Animal communicator, Joy Turner. Susan Sims. Bobby Hill working on news. Dr. Jim Humphreys. Britt Savage. Even Ladybug, the studio stunt chihuahua. Ah, <laughs> listening wears her music. I'm, I'm playing with her. I want to see. Ladybug, the studio stunt chihuahua. You know, she's going to have her agent call you. Expect that phone to ring. She's got an agent? Yeah. Isn't that Lenny guy I saw hanging around out back? Is he your agent, too? Because I think he works for a few people here. You know, he tried to get the union. See, I told here. you the phone would start <gasps> ringing. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay, well, here's the deal. Hey, you know what? Last week, uh, you got a call about... Which phone is that? Is that the hotline? Mm-hmm. Oh, boy, I really screwed up, didn't I? Okay, hold on a second. A multi-million dollar radio show? We're going to stop that for this? Okay, hold on. Apparently. Maybe it's somebody really good. It's the uh, agent, Ladybug's agent, apparently. It is. Judy's Lenny's. Uh, Lenny. I should have played the theme. Is it too late? <laughs> you are in so much trouble, Hal. <laughs> Judy's actually sweet-talking Lenny right now, saying it was a mistake that there was an error with one of the tapes. Oh, that's good. Blame it on technology. Yeah. Maybe they'll buy it. If they don't, they're going to come over and break your kneecaps. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I just think that's amusing. (laughs) Okay, so I can play it now? Only because... Okay. Okay. Okay, here it is. Ladybug, the studio stunt chihuahua. I just wanted to see what would happen. Apparently, they're listening, and they're on top of this whole thing here. Last week, you got a phone call. We got a phone call here. Someone had birds in their carport. Do you remember this, Bobby? Were you on the... Were you... uh, I can't remember if you were in the studio at the time. No, I had had some of Vlade's tea and was passed out. Ah, yeah. I told you not to drink... Don't stay away from Vlade's tea. Not till after the show. You didn't know that. (laughs) Not tea! Anyway, this guy calls last week, and he's got birds in his carport. Yes, they're building nests, and when he gets out of his car, they attack him, and they on his car. Uh, kind of birds. Yeah, they were like they were pigeons. Barn pigeons? sparrows. Barn sparrows. Mm-hmm. We had really no really great ideas other than putting up some chicken fencing. Yeah, blocking the access. Phones went crazy after this. A lot of people with some great ideas. One of the ideas was putting aluminum foil stripping, which is a good idea. I know they use that on the vineyards around here to scare yeah. away. The aluminum uh, siding or anything that you could put a up there. because too reflective. Like the mylar. Exactly, yes. yes. They don't like anything mm-hmm. shiny. It's very shiny. They think it's another bird. Yeah. You might actually be able to use foil. I don't know. Yeah, I don't see why not. But the one that I really love, the suggestion was rubber snakes. <laughs> Get the rubber snakes from your no- novelty or toy yeah. store, hang them up there in the rafters, the and rafters the birds will stay lights. away. Yep, they don't like snakes. I know people People down at the harbor in San Diego use those things on their boats because the seagulls do some serious damage. Yes, they do. In their Have you ever tried overs. to clean that up? That's tough. Yes, you hire somebody for that. It is not fun. Nasty stuff. What are you working on in news, Miss Bobby Hill, ladies and gentlemen? Working hard. We're on taking. News right we're taking a look, and we have a little bit of sad news about a pinup head that got all petered out, and we'll give you all the details coming up in the news. <laughs> uh, a what that got yeah, all petered out? A pinniped. <laughs> Go pinniped. get your dictionary, Hal. Oh boy. That got all petered out. Sometimes. A little loving can be too much. Okay, you figure it out. Go get your dictionary now. I'm going to go get my dictionary now. We'll meet right back here. 1-866-405-8405. Hi, this is Iron Chef Cat Cora on Animal Radio. Please adopt a pet. This is Animal Radio. (laughs) 
It's Animal Radio, 1-866-405-8405. Where'd you do live? Well, Judy, I, I don't know where she went, but her dog is being pretty good. Yeah, Usually the dog whines. <laughs> oh. What's going on with your dog there? She, she got the blanket for it. Huh? She needed her blankie. Oh, we needed to get another blanket. So she could bury herself. It's not cold here. It's not the Michigan. Spoiled. No, but she likes to dig and she likes to burrow underneath it. Uh, you're like, uh, you, you wait on her hands and foot, don't you? Well, that's what she's supposed to do. Ah. So what's your point? <laughs> He's just jealous because he doesn't get that same level of attention. Yes, that is absolutely correct. Susan Sims, I understand you have a very special giveaway for us today. Oh, I've got something that's brand new, and it's very important for those of us who travel with their pets, and it has something to do about taking care of all your vet records. Oh, cool, cool. I love free stuff. Yes. 1-866-405-8405. Brad, hey, Brad, how you doing? Great, how are you? Good. Do you spoil your animals? I, absolutely, every chance I get. Good. What kind of animals are they? I got a couple of kitty cats. A couple of cats. Oh, I wanted to point this out, folks. Cat call here. Yes. Yeah, see, we don't talk about dogs, only dogs. People say we're a little bit dog-centric. Let me tell you right now, Animal Radio was started by a cat. I am a cat lover. I love cats. It's all about the calls. We answer your questions. If there's more calls for cats one day, then it's going to be cat-centric. So, cat call here. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, go ahead, Brad. What can I help you with? Um, I have a little black kitty cat. She's uh, about six years old. Um, just a domestic, um, short-haired cat. No, no frills. Um, she is uh, no has no behavioral uh, issues at all. But she does have a have a tendency to to um, lick areas of fur all the way down to skin. Almost she just to, just at the base of her tail, and then on the front of her on the front of her legs there on her front paws just above her front paws and then on her on her belly but kind of in between her back legs on her on her belly area like kind I said, of in the pooch no, area back there huh yeah like i said there's no behavioral issues at all she, she acts fine she does great but but she just over preens for lack of a better word okay and in those areas you said just hair loss there's no sores any kind of discoloration anything weird no, nothing at all. She just uh, she just cleans a lot. I mean, she's always okay. been a kind of big cleaner, you know. But now it seems to be kind of almost almost obsessive, or I don't I'm not sure. Yeah, and you're kind of getting to one of the big words that I'd probably be using is the obsessive-compulsive uh, disorders. For cats that do this type of thing where they're kind of licking themselves to baldness, um, some main areas that I really focus on and watching is the lower abdomen and the front legs. For cats that kind of work on those areas, I really look at the obsessive or the behavioral component to things. Um, there are some other possibilities, um, and we can definitely see cats with allergic skin disease. So there's a whole complex of things called eosinophilic granuloma complex, um, food allergies, things like that. But in some situations, it really is an inflammation or a skin-related issue that causes them to lick these areas. The challenge is figuring out if it is a behavioral problem or if it is more of a skin-related problem. Um, getting to that answer can be a little bit of a, a curvy road to get there. And there are some things that we would do first to try to make sure we are heading down the right path. And one of the things um, I would do for her would be to take some samples from her skin, look under the microscope, make sure we don't see anything creepy crawlers, uh, make sure we don't see any um, evidence of infection, things like that, because um, that helps to rule some of those 
those things off the the cause list here. Um, in some cases, I will actually even get a biopsy um, because that helps more than anything to rule out some of these other types of skin problems. Um, if that all looks good and all these um, allergic-related or uh, chronic dermatitis-type problems are eliminated, then we have a kitty who has an obsessive-compulsive disorder. And you did mention that she has no other behavioral problems, so she doesn't have uh, aggression problems or spraying issues, anything like that, correct? Yeah, uh, no, sp- no spraying. She does have a, uh, um, a kitty friend. Of course, it's, it's, she's been with us for about four years, though. And, I mean, you know, every now and then they'll spat or something, but never anything, um, uh, you know, terribly aggressive. You know, no blood, no claws, no nothing like that. You know, they'll hiss or they'll something, but nothing major. Not Good. what I would call yeah. a problem. Okay, that's just regular cat loving on another cat. <laughs> so, yeah. So what I would definitely say is, you know, I would check out the skin by doing some samplings. One thing we can do, and you can do this easily, is to get a hypoallergenic diet and try that means, and that helps to kind of rule out the possibility of a food allergy. Now, Not that regular cat. science diet for her entire life. She's, been like, and she's an adult science diet. Is that included okay. or... Well, you know, that's just a regular, everyday kind of healthy cat uh, food. When we're worried about the possibility of a food allergy, there are actually special diets that we would go to. And they either have the formulations where there are new proteins that the the kitty cat has never seen before. Um, Used to be lamb and rice was one of these. Now we can go to things like duck-based food or venison-based foods. And the idea is we present the kitty's digestive tract with something they've never seen before. So if you been feeding the same food, um, it just takes time till the body can actually develop an allergy to it, um, or even the proteins within the food. So that's one way we can go is a food trial, we call that. There's some other special types of diets along that line, and I talked to your veterinarian about the um, hydrolyzed protein diets. There's a lot of different ones out there, um, but those are some things you can start now. It takes a little time to see a benefit with a food trial. Um, if we're worried more about this obsessive-compulsive behavior, you know, then we've got some um, some issues there, and uh, you know, some kitties. This is kind of their way of uh, exerting their anxiety with the world. So, um, if we've ruled out medical problems, you've tried a food allergy trial, then I will talk to you about a behavioral medicine. Um, but I'd want to make sure we're we're uh, you know ruling out a health problem first um, before we talk about giving her drugs. Awesome, thank you. Okay, my pleasure. This is Dr. Debbie with Animal Radio. Give us a call here. We are ready to take your questions. 1-866-405-8405. Remember everything you've heard on today, everything at AnimalRadio.com. And, of course, you can get in touch with us all week long at 1-866-405-8405 or email us at yourvoice at AnimalRadio.com. This is Animal Radio. From the palatial Animal Radio Network Towers in lovely Shandon, California. <laughs> 
Wow. Snicker, snicker. I can't say it with a straight face. Okay. It's uh, really just a mobile hole right in the middle of a vineyard. That's all it really is. But we get together every weekend. We celebrate the connection with our pets, and we all cram into this small studio. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, today, uh, sewing. He'll be here to answer your questions if you have a dog behavior question. Vinny Penn, again, he just wants to be referred to as the satirist around here. Have we looked that up? I think that just means funny guy. Funny guy, That's yeah. just, like, way too official. for. I mean, he's just a, he's a goofball. <laughs> you want to hear official? Listen to this. Every time I say ladybug, I have to play this silly music now, according to her contract, and apparently she has an agent. And, uh... Yeah, is it done? I, yeah, okay. so we're we're all trying to pick our music. Debbie, what would you uh, like no, no, to no, 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 it's not like that, not like that. Uh, Susan Sims, music? nobody gets music, just the dog who's being quiet. And that's the only reason we give her the music is she she's quiet uh, right now. She really is. Is she alive? Someone put a mirror under her. Okay. Yeah, she's under the blanket. I can see the blanket going up and down with her breathing. Bobby working Wait, on news, yes? I was going to say, I, I, I have a problem because sometimes I get left out. Vladi gets all the. He's the Russian dog wizard. Yeah, but look, there's no like wow with Doctor Debbie. Would you like uh, like Doctor Debbie the uh, the, the American amazing, amazing uh, the great veterinarian, um, great uh, some kind of uh, can we get some kind of fanfare music? This show is just getting too complex. <laughs> the Animal Radio Summer Giveaway is underway. This is one of those contests. Every year we do this, and every year we start. Mm-hmm. In August, and by September, the prizes grow to an enormous. It's like a mountain of prizes. Oh, it is! It's we've got, huge. We've got. I, I won't mention her name, but she's guarding the closet. <laughs> yeah, I, thanks I did, for not mentioning I did her name. Say her name. You don't. And it's not Doctor Debbie, right? <laughs> no, it's not Doctor Debbie. Uh, the dog, the studio stunt dog, is 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 guarding the. Uh, the prize closet, which includes from Celeste on the Regal spotting scope, worth about 500 bucks. This is a high-end scope. It comes from the world's leading designer and manufacturer of high-quality optical products, including telescopes and binoculars. And speaking of binoculars, we'll have five Celestron binoculars from Bissell, the Liftoff Revolution Pet Vac, the Pet Hair Eraser Corded Handheld Vacuum Cleaner, and uh, from the Litter Robot, a Litter Robot. Cat lovers yes. will love this. It's an automated litter. You'll save on litter. It cleans it automatically. It looks like Darth Vader or a gumball or gum- machine. Yeah, I think it looks like a gumball machine. Disney has been very good to us. They have the Disney Pixar Up DVD Leapfrog Reading System. And from the movie that opened two weeks ago, G-Force, which stands for guinea pig, not ham for <laughs> guinea pigs. We have the plush <laughs> parachute from Smart Christmas Solutions. Uh, you can pick those up at Toys R Us or Walmart. Plus, it gets to the Disney Animal Kingdom Park, one of the four theme parks at Walt Disney amazing prize package which uh, will get bigger yeah I've learned that uh, the guard dog will let you in the closet for a treat (laughs) (laughs) good thing I got a pocket full of goodies here for the little ladybug oh (laughs) oh Oh, I said said the the word oh my god (laughs) there's a trick to it I'm telling you I need some music guys (laughs) I need some (laughs) There's a trick to getting in the closet, though. You don't use dog treats. You have to use cat treats. Okay. If you want to win this legitimately, you can qualify yourself up to five times daily between now and September 30th at AnimalRadio.com. Or let's get you qualified right now at 1-866-405-8405. A recent study by the National Academy of Science says one in four pets in this country is overweight or obese. Obesity is the most common nutritional disease seen in American pets. 
Much like overweight people, overweight animals are at higher risk for developing a variety of health problems, including cardiovascular disease, arthritis, and diabetes, which is especially prevalent in cats. While there are a lot of diet pet food products on the market, it's not the composition of the pet food that leads to the weight gain. It is the quantity of the food we feed. Neutered pets have a reduced metabolic rate and should therefore be fed less. And many older dogs have a slower metabolism. Regular exercise will, of course, help, and the lack of it may actually cause behavior problems. Reducing your pet's weight will add years to its life, and the exercise will help you too. I'm Dr. Jim Humphreys reporting for Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets. From all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. 1-866-405-8405. Hi, who's this? This is Barbara from um, Michigan. Hi, Barbara from Michigan. How are you doing? I'm doing very well, thank you. How are you? Very good. How can we help you today? Well, you're talking about the... Um, puppies in the bed with uh, you. Um, we have to crate. We have a little Maltese, and uh-huh. we have to uh, crate him because I have allergies. And when he's outside playing in the yard and stuff, it's on him. He brings uh, him in, and oh, I yeah. can't sleep. Yeah. So we crate. You put the crate right next to you. Yes, he's always been right next to us, so he can see you when he goes to yes. sleep. Yeah. Yes, and that works well. Has he always done that? I have because we've. Until we moved to a, a city, we had always had big dogs, uh, Roddy's. We rescued Roddy's, but um, and then we got this little Maltese, and and we just kept that going yep. as far as as crating them. I just felt it was safer, and like the sure. lady, one lady said that den feeling. Sure. Mm-hmm. And I did have a question. We just lost uh, a couple weeks ago. We had two cats, uh, a Himalayan and a, a Maine Coon. Um, both of them were the 15 to 16 year old mark. Their rescue were rescue cats, and we had them a long time. The Himalayan passed away. Um, uh, two weeks later, the Maine Coon passed away. Uh-huh. Wow! Could he? My Maine Coon was a, a boy. Could he have just missed her so much? That, sure. Oh, definitely. Because he he never acted. He woke me up. Um, I think when she died because she was still warm yeah. in her morning spot, and uh, and he had a, a terrible, almost like a scream, no, yeah. you know, and and it woke me up. And you, you see this happen with humans all the time. Yes, and uh-huh. you know, I believe some may not believe it, but I truly believe that yes, uh, dogs can feel the loss. Cats can feel the loss. Any animal, elephants, especially. You hear about this with elephants. When uh-huh. one is deceased, mm-hmm. uh, the other one will get very sad and then will go through a period of grief. Sure, yeah, Definitely. yeah. I would. Okay. Did you want to ask an expert? Because I'm not really an expert. That's just my two cents. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Well, I think probably, but I always feel kind of guilty that I didn't take him to the vet and have maybe an autopsy or something done. I mean, they were both 15 and 16. Yeah. Well, you and, know, the autopsy wouldn't have changed the situation. You know that. Right. right. Okay. Yeah. I just don't know if I did something wrong. Or <laughs> yeah. It's the guilt. It's the guilt, I guess. It's, no, it's baby. You know, and losing both of them. You know what? Did you say 15 years old? Uh-huh. Yeah. I thought it was 15. Leo was 16. You know what you did? Yeah. You know what you're guilty of? Giving them a long, long, lovely life. That's what you're guilty of. 
Okay. And if okay. you can live with that. Yeah. Then. Yeah, I can live with that. Okay. <laughs> Just miss them. Yes. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for calling today. And you're welcome, and thank you. one 405 8405 Judy actively screening some calls right now. We getting some? While she's getting that, I'll tell you about the high-tech device, as I like to call it, the Slater locator that I'm having sent. Got an email from some dude, you know, promoting some product for pets, and it's like the, they call it the pause locator or something like that. It's a GPS device with this beacon light on it, and it's developed for dogs. They're in the process of developing one for cats, but this one that he was talking about was for small dogs, the smallest being like 10 pounds. Uh-huh. So I just emailed him back, and I said, well, talk about it, but I'd have to, you know, test it first. And I'd like to use it on my neighbor's cat. Slater. The Slater likes, locator. Yes. And that's why I'm calling it the high-tech Slater locator. Because the uh, Monday night of this week, about 9 o'clock, I get a call from Slater's mom. Panicked. Can't uh-huh. find Slater. Oh, Slater no. is outside. And, and for those of you who don't know, Slater, Slater is a cat, by the way. For those Huge. Of you know, yes. okay. Huge. For, for, kids, for people who know cats and breeds, he's part Maine Coon cat. Big cat. And we live in an... Yeah, we live in an area that Hal will explain to you. It's not conducive for cats to be out at night. There are a number of predators. Little Slater is just famous for just sitting right next to you in the dark and just not responding. Mm. <laughs> so we did eventually find him in the neighbor's backyard after looking around and calling and yelling like fools in the night with our flashlight. So we're going to go with this high-tech Slater locator. They're sending me... Cool. A sample that how, we how, can test on Slater. How big is it? It's okay. Now here's the deal, Hal. Okay. <laughs> they had to make sure. They said, "Well, this." They wrote back to me when I said to them that I wanted to use this on a cat, and they said, "Oh, you know, this is designed for animals that are at least ten pounds." Yes. I stopped laughing and explained to them the dimensions of Slater the Wonder Cat. Big cat. Okay. He's like three feet long and he weighs twelve pounds. He's yes. not a fat cat. He's no. just huge. Huge. So they said, "Okay, that's good." So they're sending it. We'll test it. The thing that's interesting is it's set up like a GPS device mm-hmm. so that you can work with it from your home, from your cell phone, your home computer, your laptop. And it also has what I like to call the panic light on it, which is perfect for cats who are sitting there in the dark not answering you. <laughs> you press the little button, remote uh-huh. control, turns and the light on up. the collar. You can apparently see it from a half mile. Okay, but you didn't answer my question. How big is this device? Do you know? I, mean, I don't know yet because I haven't. Got, it's supposed to be for a collar. Okay. So you'll be reviewing so this device, right? We will be reviewing it and we will let you know how well the high tech Slater locator works. Now, there's a lot of GPS collars out there. There's a lot of people that uh, have claimed to have the best GPS collar. We really haven't seen the best one yet. So we're, I, we're very excited about that's this. That's why year. we're going to road test it. Yeah, and I heard about that one that had that locating light. I remember that that stuck out in my mind. I thought that was very unique. Okay, well. So. It, and for a cat, it's perfect. And this company is actually manufacturing one that will work on smaller animals and cats. They just don't have it ready yet. The one that's ready now is the dog collar. It works on beasties 10 pounds and over. And thankfully, Slater's a big fat cat. Okay, we'll keep us posted on the Slater locator. And that, and Most definitely. Works out. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Vinnie Penn, your party animal, coming at you, the party animal segment. I want to talk to you about a little something called dog sitting. 
girlfriend of mine is in town this summer. Uh, she gave me a new number to call her at. I said, oh, you're not staying with your folks? And she said, well, no, I'm dog-sitting for the summer. I'm like, what do you mean dog-sitting? Well, my friends went away. I'm staying in there. Well, you're house-sitting then, I said to her. You're house-sitting. And she's like, well, no, actually, I'm here for the dog. The dog is the priority. I'm like, so if the house is burning down, you run in, you save the dog, you don't run back in for anything else? The house is, a, the dog is the number one priority? Are you going back in maybe for, uh, you know, some documents, uh, some trophies? Uh, you know, I, the house sitting, the, the people who live there, one of the guys is a doctor. Are you going in for any of his degrees on the walls or, any, or is it just the dog? She's like, Vinny. Stop ranting and raving. Stop, stop being the party animal. I'm sitting for the dog. And I said, well, why don't you just bring the dog to your house? Unacceptable by the owners. Dog needs to stay in its environment. And I'm like, well, what if that environment burns down, as we just discussed? She's like, listen, I take the dog sitting very seriously. And I said, are you being paid for the dog sitting? She's like, no, Vinny, they're friends. And herein came the best part. And I said, so all day long, you're just going to sit around and take care of this dog, take this dog for a while. She's like, well, I love the dog. And I'm like, well, of course, I get that. We're all dog lovers. She's like, yeah, I'm just going to swim in the pool. And that's when I really decided, folks, and for my girlfriend, Doreen, who's listening, you're not dog sitting. And no, you're not house sitting. But you are, my dear, pool sitting. Vinnie Penn, Party Animal, Animal Radio. Hi, this is Rue McClanahan on Animal Radio. Stay and neuter your pets. Listen closely. Did you hear that? That's the sound of peace of mind. Peace of mind that comes in convenient, pre-measured packets of Safeguard Canine Dewormer. Just sprinkle the granules on your dog's food twice a year to protect him against the major types of canine intestinal worms. Monthly heartworm prevention programs alone are not enough. Find out how to get the upper hand on intestinal worm infections by visiting www.safeguardfordogs.com. Hi, I'm Ken Schrader. In race car driving, seconds can win a race. But to win the race against pet overpopulation, you need to understand the importance of spaying or neutering your pets. Every few seconds, hundreds of dogs and cats are put down in our country. Help fix the problem. I urge you to spay or neuter your pets. To find out how, visit Pets911.com or call 1-888-PETS-911 today. For more information, go to Pets911.com. Proud to be a partner of Animal Radio. When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. Ever dream of a home free from pet stains and odors? Haven't we all? Now defending your dream is easier with Simple Solutions Stain and Odor Remover. The new and improved rapid response formula works faster and better at complete and permanent stain removal. This new bacterial and enzyme formula is more powerful and more effective for those tough pet stains like urine, feces, and vomit. Your dream is our reality. Simple Solution products are available at pet specialty stores nationwide. Hi, this is Joy Behar on Animal Radio. Please stay and neuter your pets. This is Animal Radio.
Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets. Bobby working feverishly on news. What do you think? Should Michael Vick be in the NFL? 1-866-405-8405. Susan Sims joining us as well as animal communicator Joy Turner, Vinnie Penn, Dr. Debbie, and Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Looking good today. Like the sequence. How you doing, Vladi? <laughs> good, good. I'm brewing my teeth. That's uh, usually that's our procedure. <laughs> yeah. became tea. tradition. It is tradition around here. Tea, wink, wink. Bobby drank a little bit of that last week before the end of the show. And you, yeah. it's really something that unless you are Vlade and have the constitution of Vlade, you should wait till the end of the show before you drink. <laughs> and she, she she felt so happy after that for some reason. I'm not sure. Hi, Tracy. How are you? Good. You're on with Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Hi, Tracy. Great. Make my Hi. day. Go ahead. <laughs> Hi. I have a question about my um, dog and aggression. Um okay. If a dog gets jealous of another dog and starts to attack, what do I do in that situation? Or yeah, growl or whatever. Okay, what do you do in this situation? I usually put them on timeout and separate them. Okay, so you're avoiding the problem. You know you're doing right things because, you know, if you cannot make it better, don't make it worse, yes? No playing uh-huh. in the Russian roulettes. So to clear it up, is it? Uh, are you talking about your dogs, both your dogs? Um, yes, two dogs. Well, my dog and a, my roommate's dog. Ah, okay, and you might remain. So it's uh, one of your baby and another of his baby. Yes. If Americans know that the second reason of divorcing in this country is because of the kids, and canine kids sometimes, for a lot of people, even more than the kids, we got to be very careful and try to resolve your situation. What is your dog's breeds? Uh, they are um, Old English Sheepdog and a Jack Russell Terrier. And the Jack Russell Terrier probably is the instigator, yes? Um. Yeah. Very, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I sniff it like a bloodhound. Okay, and it's is it your? Of course, it's not your dog. That one is your boyfriend's dog. Yeah. Um, no, that's my roommate's dog. And then okay. my dog is the old English Sheepdog. She's actually about a year. The other one, the Jack Russell's seven, and um, mm-hmm. my dog likes all the attention, so mm-hmm. that kind of gets in the way. Yeah, so sorry, I just, I just upset uh, at each ma- other. Yeah, I mentioned the boyfriend because, you know, yeah, in Russia... You made a you know, big we, jump there from roommate I to... I did, to, I yeah. did. I apologize because in Russia, yeah. you know, if we live someone, it's like... We can't, We don't understand the roommate's position, as a matter of fact. Uh, but uh, it's a different subject. Uh, anyway, so your roommate's dog is Jack Russell, and uh, he is the bad guy, according to what you say. He instigates the problem, and your dog's just English sheep dogs. As a matter of fact, I just finished that one today, just before I came to Animal Radio. Very sweet dogs, normally. Have a blue eyes, sounds like mine. Very outgoing, but uh, very manipulative and very smart. And uh, very attached, attached, very attached to the owner. So, uh, so ex- describe for me situation pretty quick. Under what circumstances okay. they get aggressive? Go ahead. Like say, like if if we come home and we're giving attention to one dog, that's I don't know who starts it. It's just growling starts, and okay. they'll start okay, going at it. Like if we transfer the attention sure. to one dog from the other. Sure. Here is the solution: is do you know the Taliban husband is? Taliban no, husband, the, you know, it's a man who comes home and not giving his wife kisses and hugs. He tells her, go do dishes and go do landers, you know. I know that approach would not go really well in America, especially, you know, in the relationship in many families, including in animal uh, radio families. Uh, why, Judy, you look at me like that? Uh, yeah, anyway. that won't work for me. 
I know that. I know that. You are the queen bitch in your household. Uh, anyway, so uh, here's what you need to do. I'm very serious now. I mean, it, it's like Russian chess. I want you to put a few uh, soda cans, like we say in Michigan, um, pop cans with a few pennies, um, pennies, pennies, uh, pennies, like one cent, um, no more than five, six in the can, tape it. Okay. Before you leave the house, that's going to be an expensive. Basically, will cost you nothing. When you comes in, instead of, instead, as soon as you open the door, act like your Taliban husband comes home, whose wife just runs up and he says, ah, I don't want to see that. So momentarily open the door, and I know how hard this for you, but I want you to drop that can with the speed of Russian satellite guided missile on the floor as you say and your husband together Judy and Hale one, two, three, we're gonna say something starting from the letter A at as you let it go, startle them discipline both of them I don't know Tracy, if you have a chance to raise two kids, especially boys, show them, both of them in trouble and uh, they will be friends, so when you, if it's it's the only problem is when you come home, pick up the kid before you enter the house, drop on the floor, make the noise. You can also use air horn or my favorite device, Pet Convincer from PetConvincer.com. It's an air, air bl blast. Approach, create the noise, create the air blast noise, and after enter the house as nothing happened, don't look at them, don't say hi, don't say nothing. Make one circle around the house without looking, leave the house. In five minutes, knock again. Do, do two, three times entry and have my word on it Tracy and the third time your dogs will not even look toward your direction will be back off that's going to take care of this issue uh, quickly and easily but if you would like to eliminate the cause of course as always I suggesting have a color evolution your dogs and teach them tolerate it, your attention to each other through obedience training your dog train your dog you train your husband dog whatever you do just walk them around the house at the same time say let's go sit stay calm down simple things by doing this you're elevating your social position and decreasing position, social position of your dogs two times per day this the special exercise will be so helpful will address the cause of the problem yeah, and the symptoms can be addressed by using the methods which I just described. Okay, that'll that'll stop their aggression from fighting in any case. To each other, yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Just remember, come in, drop something without saying, and say, ah, and that's it. And if you have any more questions, please call us. The phone number uh, is one eight six six. Help, please continue on from that. Yeah, I keep my I keep my attention just on more important things. I mean, you're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at animalradio.com. Log on, learn more. Celebrating our connection with our pets, whether it be the Chia pet, was my first pet, worked out very well, easy to maintain, a good starter pet, I recommend it. Yeah. Doctor, did you take it for walks I, now? You know what? <laughs> I don't really want to talk about it because actually it didn't end very well. 
the animals that I have now. Killed your chia pet. Yeah. Yeah. It was one of the early ones, too. It was before they started making all the funky chia pets with all the funny, (laughs) like the Obama head. Dr. Debbie is on the way to answer your vet medical questions. Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, he's uh, he's actually sewing sequins back on his shirt. He has... He has a shirt he wears every weekend. It says Vladi. He's a manly sequin. man. It, it, yeah. Yes. However, he washed it, and apparently, you can't wash sequins. No, you. No. Hand wash. Yeah, dry, clean. Gotta, that, dry clean. That, that or would be dry like clean that. only. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doctor Debbie in her Rolling Stone shirt. Uh, Bobby today in her mucklucks. And animal communicator Joy Turner. Joy, how are you doing? I'm pretty great. How about you? Sounds like you're on the road. I am actually. I'm on my way to an American Cocker Spaniel reunion to do readings for those little puppies. That sounds like a lot of fun. Right now, we're going to talk to some animals, if that's okay. Absolutely. We have Elena on the phone. Hi, Elena. Hello. You're on with Animal Communicator Joy Turner. Hello, Elena. Can you tell me who you'd like to talk to today, please? Her name is Princess. Um, She's a Chesapeake Bay Retriever Weimaraner mix. Um, She's an older dog. She's right around 15 years old. And what would you like to know? Well, we're facing the fact of... She's physically not well anymore, and we're just kind of wanting to know if she's happy anymore, if she's ready to go. Okay, so she tells me that she understands you're in the thought process of trying to figure out where her quality of life gets to be not good enough to maintain the body that she's in, and She wants you to know that she greatly appreciates your concern for her in that area. She also, of course, wants you to know she loves you very much. And she says she imagines that it won't be all that very long, but right now she's still wanting her life. So she's not ready to leave this body. Okay. She said if you want some signs, she can give you some signs. To look for, that is, for, to tell you when she's ready. Okay. She said when she, when you, first of all, when you look in her eyes and you don't see her being present anymore, that would be a way. She said, of course, if her body gets to be so decrepit that she just can't get up or do anything, then she would be ready to go. Well, she has a hard time now. She struggles with getting up and down, and I just don't want her to be physically in pain. She says she does still get up and down, though, and that would be kind of yeah. like an older human. Just because an older human had trouble getting up and down, you don't help them leave their bodies. So she's not seeing this as a bad thing. She's just seeing this as a normal aging kind of a process for her. She doesn't think she's in excessive amounts of pain. She thinks she's like an old human. You know, you have aches, you have pains. It's ouchy some days. It's not so ouchy other days, but it's nothing that she considers to be monumental enough to leave her body. When I went to college, I couldn't take her, and she's just always been here. Yeah, and she said, if it gets where it's too much for you, she'll understand that, and that'll be okay, too. But as far as she's concerned, she'll stay until, like, the very last moment when it just isn't going to support her anymore. I hope that helps you, Elena, a little bit. Sound yeah. sounds like there's still some time. Okay. What is- to know, would she rather go by herself? As if she can, yes, but the thing that I'm feeling with her, Elena, is that she loves this life being with you so much that if she gets to any of those things that she talked to you about and she isn't leaving, you might either want to call back in again you or you could call me directly, but that would be probably a time when I would offer to help her because she may decide to hang on 
a little bit longer. I suggest yeah. you get in touch with Joy, and you can do that. There's a couple of ways you can do that through the website at joyturner.com, and all the information, phone numbers, you can actually schedule a session. We wish you all the best of luck. We love our senior animals. I'll tell you, the way I feel sometimes, you know, I have <laughs> aches and pains every day. And you should hear the noises I make when I get up after sitting for like a good hour. Bobby, the, the whole body is just stiff. I'm going to keep you alive unless... I look into your eyes and you're just not there anymore. We're going to pull the Thank plug. Thank you, Hal. Okay. Same for you. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Simple Solution. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. The man who finally became Minnesota's senator just a few weeks ago is starting his term by introducing a bill to help wounded veterans get service dogs. In an opinion piece in the Minneapolis Star Tribune, Senator Al Franken said, quote, I have a deep obligation to the men and women who have risked life and limb on our behalf, end quote. Having seen firsthand the benefits of service dogs on wounded vets during USO tours, Senator Franken is proposing a pilot program to train and match dogs with vets. Costs nearly $25,000 to train and place a service dog, which is why most veterans cannot afford the luxury. Ooh, you I go, you crazy-haired guy. I know, Senator Al Franken. Love it. I just remember him as Stewart on <laughs> Saturday Night Live. Yes. And proving once again that dogs play a huge part in our daily lives, a major automaker is introducing a dog-friendly car. Honda's Element will debut its doggy accessories at this fall's New York International Auto Show. The car has a dedicated pet restraint system in both the second row and cargo area, as well as a built-in ramp for large senior dogs. It's retractable, and there's a rear cargo ventilation fan. Vice President of American Honda John Mandel said, quote, In an interesting turn of events, cars are now chasing dogs. End quote. <laughs> And it seems there is such a thing as too much lovin'. Really? The London Daily Mail carried the sad news of the passing of Mike, the sea lion. The 19-year-old California sea lion was a favorite at the Nuremberg Zoo in Germany. A park spokesman explained that this being mating season, many bulls stop eating for days in favor of canoodling. Mike spent the morning <laughs> romping with three females in his harem before showing signs of exhaustion by midday. Uh, oh, poor Mike. Despite efforts by vets, Mike died a few hours after his four-way. <laughs> he is survived by a dozen offspring scattered at zoos throughout Europe. So let that be a warning to all you bulls out there. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. If I could only be as lucky. This has been an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by Simple Solution, with a tip for pet messes. For liquid spills or urine stains, blot up the excess by starting on the outside of the stain, then move toward the center of the affected area. This will prevent the stain from spreading. Do you owe too much money on your credit cards? Do you have over $12,000 in debt and don't know how you'll pay it off? I have a proven program that can help solve your debt problems. I'm Ted Brower, founder of Debt Settlement USA. Credit card debt can cause serious financial hardship, especially if you have loss of income, you're going through a divorce, or you have costly medical bills. Before things get worse, call Debt Settlement USA. We'll show you how to get rid of your debt faster than you think, without bankruptcy and without taking out another loan. Just call Debt Settlement USA right now for a free consultation. Your call is confidential and there's no obligation. 
Call Debt Settlement USA at 1-888-551-7788. If you're having trouble with credit card debt, call right now. Call 1-888-551-7788. That's 888-551-7788. Hi, this is Nancy Cartwright, the voice of Bart Simpson, and you're listening to Animal Radio. Don't have a cow, man. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Bobby working on a story about Michael Vick right now. Do you think Michael Vick should be in the NFL? Has he? You know, he never really seemed very remorseful about the whole dog fighting thing. He has served time twenty three months, almost two years. Mm-hmm. But uh, should he be in the NFL? Pretty controversial. We yeah. want to hear from you. Let us know. What do you think, Doc? You want to stay? You know what? I think in any profession, you act as a role model. And when you fall down and you have a, a major arrest or something goes like that, you know, I just don't think inherently you can change the psyche of the person who's already done these things. So um, yeah. I just don't think he's a good role model in that manner. Okay. Put her down for no. See, I think we all agree so far. I'd yes. love to hear what uh, yeah. what you think. Hi, who is this? This is Ron. Hey, Ron, how are you doing? I'm pretty good. How about you? Very good. Are you a football guy? You watch football? Uh... Occasionally. Okay, you know you know about Michael Vick, right? Oh yeah. Okay, you know that uh, he served his time twenty three months, and now they're trying to figure out should he be in the NFL. Never seemed real remorseful about the dog fighting. What do you think? Do you think he should uh, be back in the NFL, or or do you think it's not worth that status? Uh, it's not worth that status. Okay. There you go. Hey, if you feel otherwise, yeah. I'd love to hear from you. Now I know you called to talk to Doctor Debbie, and she's standing right here, ready to help you. Oh, okay. Hi, Ron. Hi, I <laughs> what got can a I do for you? for you. Okay. Uh, I got a 14-month-old German Shepherd. And about the mm, end of April, he likes to play with sticks. He likes to throw on balls, sticks, and all that good stuff. Very energetic. We were throwing sticks one day, and he somehow got out of sync, and he came down, and the stick hit the ground and came up and punched a hole in the back of his throat. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, about the size of your index finger down to your first joint. Okay. Okay, well, we did, took him, we had to sewed up by uh, urgent care. Okay. Veterinarian. Of course, it's after 6 o'clock in the evening. This is going to happen, right? <laughs> That's when it always happens. On Sunday. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, a few months later, let's see, that was in the... Uh, in June, we noticed the hole was back, so we got up with our regular veterinarian. She says, well, we can sew it up. She sewed it up, gave it a try. The next day, she had to uh, put another stitch in it because another hole popped on the side of it. Uh-huh. Well, we decided to go to a specialist and got up with a tissue specialist a surgeon. Okay. And she said that she could take and patch the hole with, uh, there's three layers of, we call it tissue back there. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she could put a piece of tissue from another part of the mouth over the hole, and it would heal in time. Well, a week later, there's a hole there again. All right. So that didn't heal. <laughs> no. <laughs> is this, do you think this is going to be an ongoing thing? Well, I, I think I'm going to kind of disagree with some of what, what's been done right now because... This wound is telling me, from what you're describing, this does not want to heal. There's something in there that is inhibiting the body's ability to heal in a normal manner. So 
I see no point in trying to do any more surgery to close this. But what I do see is we need to go look and to find out why it's not healing. And there's a couple different reasons with this type of injury. You know, when you get an impaling injury from a kind of a dirty object like a stick, you can deal with the bacteria that are introduced, or you could even deal with piece of a small piece of that, which could be lodged in the tissues of the neck. And I've seen this before. Years and years after, a dog even had a, a dog fight, and a piece of a tooth broke off in the tissues, and no one at the time thought to take an x-ray because it was just a dog fight. And here, years later, this draining wound, there was a dog tooth remnant in there from the dog that bit it. So my thought would be is I want to find out why this is still happening and I would actually do we do something called a fistulogram and um, you know your your veterinary specialist can do it, your regular veterinarian may do it um, but basically what we do is we go in when they're in that, that hole is there and we inject a dye under the skin that's safe for use you know with the skin and we take an x-ray and we look to see where that's at and that tells us the path of this track and generally, when we go and we find these kind of tracks with these kind of x-ray techniques, we know there's something generally at the back end of that tract. So we follow it back to its main point, and that's where we go hunting. And it may take something like getting a specialist that can do that or even do a contrast study with something like a CT scan, believe it or not. But those tools can be used to try to get to the bottom of that. And that would be my focus is really to try to find the root of the problem in there. And it could be something like a little piece of stick still sitting in there. Okay. The, uh, the, and I the other thing I was going to say is I would also make sure that we do a, a culture from here because um, your, your routine in antibiotics and in infections, most cases we receive good response. But in dogs, just like in people nowadays, we are seeing more antibiotic-resistant bacteria. And it's very possible, especially if you've been around a couple rounds treating this, that we might even have uh, maybe an infection that's resistant to normal antibiotics. So those two scenarios I would kind of focus our efforts on. Okay. And what did you call that? The, the test itself? Yeah. Uh, a fistulogram. Okay. And basically right. a hole like that, we call it a fistula because it just drains and drains. Um, like but, yeah, if you describe it, your vet, your vet should know kind of what that is and if they're comfortable doing that or if they need to send you to a place where they have that ability. Okay. All right. Well, I'll give you a call back see how that goes. Yeah, good luck. Let me know uh, how that ends up. We always want to follow up on uh, everybody that calls here, follow up and find out how the animals are afterwards. Ron, so will you give us a call back? Let us know what your doc says. I will. I, I listen to you every week on XM. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. one 405 to talk to any one of the Dream Team. If you're one of those people that uh, did the animal communicator thing, I, you know, I'm a little skeptical about that whole thing. Uh, Judy, you're a... Yes, I'm a big believer. You're I've big had believer. an experience. Yes, I have. Okay. Well, each to their own. We have an animal communicator. She's the best around. I know that. Her name is Joy Turner, and you can reach her at the same number that you reach Dr. Debbie, who's had, what, multiple years of college. And I saw, I'm a little more of a Dr. Debbie kind of. <laughs> you like traditional medicine. You're traditional not into medicine. the... Uh... Yeah. But, hey, you know, we got it all here. We got Vladdy, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. We've got uh, Susan Sims. She travels the world for your pet. Bobby, she works, uh, you know, she has a little pager. She's kind of a, a news geek. Anytime a news story happens, she twitters it, and then she gets mm-hmm. on and tells everybody about it. Uh, Dr. Jim Humphreys and Britt Savage, we're all here at one 405 Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people.
people too. A Utah couple is suing SeaWorld for turning their home into an animal house. It all started when Gil and Laurelin Workman leased their home to representatives from SeaWorld during the 2002 Winter Olympics held in Salt Lake City. They seek $100,000 in damages, alleging that the animal visitors, including penguins, a lemur, a mountain lion, and a pair of pythons, were allowed to roam free in their home, leaving what animals leave all over. They also accused the handlers of letting one of the pythons hang out in the master bedroom's jetted tub to help the snake shed his skin. Sounds like this mess is going to be a bigger mess in court. I'm Brit Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. Every once in a while, there comes along a special group of animal lovers that stands strongly in defense of the voiceless. Animal People is that newspaper for people who really care about the animals. Animal People's published ten times yearly. The publisher is a nonprofit corporation dedicated to exposing the existence of cruelty to animals and to informing and educating you so that animal lovers worldwide can eliminate such cruelty. Your subscription is twenty-four dollars a year and is one hundred percent tax deductible. Get Animal People's fair and accurate investigative reporting from the industry watchdog. Visit our website at www.animalpeoplenews.org. That's www.animalpeoplenews.org to subscribe to the news for people who care about animals. Animal People. Subscribe today at www.animalpeoplenews.org. Is your credit card debt out of control and you don't know what to do? I'm Ted Brower, founder of Debt Settlement USA. Contrary to what you may hear from other advertisers, there is no secret program that can magically eliminate your debt. But Debt Settlement USA does have an answer. We have perhaps the most experienced team in the industry. We've negotiated and settled over 150 million dollars of debt for people just like you. If you have over 12,000 dollars of credit card debt. Call right now for a free consultation. Debt Settlement USA built its reputation on one simple fact: we help our clients cut their debt. Find out how we can help you reduce your balances and your monthly payments. Call Debt Settlement USA at one eight 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 five five one seven seven eight eight. If you're having trouble with credit card debt, call right now. Call one eight 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 five five one seven seven eight eight. That's eight eight eight. Five five one seven seven eight eight. This is Animal Radio. It's Animal Radio. One eight six six. Four zero five eight four zero five. Don't mock me moving your mouth along with what I'm saying there, Bob. I know. We know exactly you what know, you're going to say. I don't. I don't remember the the backup singers in Five Stair Steps having the barks. That's a special version. That's a I special see. version of the song there. That's a, a singing child. Import. Yes. Import. You should know this stuff. You're uh, in the business. I should. I'm a jock. Yeah. I know. Okay. Whatever. That was funny, Hal. The Animal Radio Summer Giveaway for 2009 is incredible. Swag! Yay! And you know what I love about it's it this year? It's the coolest stuff ever. Yeah. This year we have great stuff for the nature lover. 
not just the dog lover, the cat lover, the fish lover, the nature lover, somebody who likes to uh, look at the birds. And I love pretty birds. You know, you do. You like pretty lights, too. The flora and the fauna. Yes. Yes. Even even the moon you can look at. uh, Some closer planetary objects with the new Celestron Regal 65 FED spotting scope. Cool! Wow, the way you said that, one. I'm frightened. I, I just sounded like a no. I don't want to buy a show. I don't want to buy a used car. But you can win the Celestron scope as part of the summer giveaway. It's worth about five hundred dollars. Very nice, as well as the Bissell Liftoff Revolution Pet Vac and the Litter Robot. If you have a cat, you'll love this automated litter system. It looks like Darth Vader going yeah. round and round. Or a big gumball machine or something. And passes to Disney's Animal Kingdom Park, one of four theme parks uh, at the Walt Disney World Resort. You say that's in Florida there, Bobby? In Florida. In beautiful Orlando. Bobby, of course, the Disney expert here. Uh, so you I am. And recently, I, I must mention Comic-Con because it, it was a couple weeks ago in, in San, San Diego, Diego, but yes. Disney was huge. Hugely present at Comic Con, so I, I like to give my little shout out to my Disney peeps and my Disney followers on Twitter. Have you gone out and seen G Force yet? I know I want to, and I told you every time I see that little promo w- with those little guys <laughs> yelling at him on um, what to do, being grabbed, pooping his hand, pooping his hand. It just amuses the heck out of me, so I can't wait for it. Well, they've upped the ante of the summer giveaways with these cute little plush characters we just got in studio this oh, week. They're so cute. They look. I'm going to steal one. Judy, distract him. Okay. Keep look over here. Look the, at this. the shiny light over there. They now. have a parachute on them. Isn't look that cute? Look at yes. Yeah. And they're from the smart now, how Christmas do you say solutions. Parachute in French. Parachute. Hey, <laughs> where'd it go? Where'd it go? She <laughs> <laughs> just took it while I said I don't parachute. know what you're talking about. It's mine. Uh, you can pick these up at... Uh, Toys R Us or Walmart. They're made by Smart Christmas Solutions. Plus the child-sized movie t-shirts to G-Force. We're adding this to the summer giveaway, which also includes binoculars and the pet hair eraser-corded handheld back. This is the way it gets every year. There's so many prizes that I can't even keep track anymore. <laughs> and we just recommend that you go to the website. Sign up there. You can do, as, do it as many as five times a day. Or we can get cool. you qualified right now. We'll get one person qualified at one 405 8405 right now for the Animal Radio Summer Giveaway. Holy moly. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hi, this is Bob Barker on Animal Radio, reminding you to help control the pet population. Have your pets spayed or neutered. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. Welcome back. This is Susan Sims for Phyto-Friendly Travel Talk on Animal Radio. Now, for those of us traveling with our canine companions, we all know how much stuff we need to bring with us on the road. Now, one of the most important items to bring are our pets' vet records. My next guest has made this important item a little easier to bring along. And here from Check Your Paws is John Underwood. Hi, John. Welcome to the show. Hi, Susan. Thank you for having me. Hey, it's my pleasure. So what is Check Your Paws? Check Your Paws was started from people who love their pets, and we wanted to make pet ownership easy and and worry-free. So we developed a product called the Paw Pass, 
which is a digital ID tag, which stores all of your pet's vet records, medical records, shot history, as well as it alerts you of any upcoming medications or vet appointments they may have. That is so cool. So is it pretty easy to upload all of your pet's information for those of us who are technologically challenged? Absolutely. That was one of the main features that we wanted to develop with the Paw Pass. And we've actually taken that step to where we will actually format all of the documents for you and work directly with your veterinarian. So all you have to do is plug the digital ID tag into your computer and we'll take care of the rest. Oh, my gosh. You're my kind of guy. Well, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. I just had a cough. But beyond that, I understand that when you purchase a Paw Pass, the the consumers will also receive a free one-year trial of the Lost Alert program. So what is that? If your pet becomes lost, you simply go to the website and submit that your pet is lost, or you can call our 1-800 number to, to let us know. We will then send out a digital alert within a 25-mile radius to all of the veterinarian offices, shelters, groomers, police stations, and even personal network members in that 25-mile area to help keep an eye out for your pet to bring them home safely to you. Wow, that's amazing. So when you mean a digital alert, what is that, like a texting then? A digital alert will work on a texting as well as an email. So that way we can actually input your your pet's picture so if somebody sees your pet on the street, they'll know that that is your pet. That's really neat. That's very new and that's very different. So now that, you get that uh, for a year at no cost, but if the person would like to renew, what's the cost for that program? $29.95 $29.95 on an annual basis, or you can purchase a lifetime membership for $89.95. And the Lost Alert program also covers up to four pets per household with one membership. You've got me sold on that. Now, what does the Paw Pass cost, and can you actually get this alert service without the Paw Pass? You can get the alert service without the Paw Pass, absolutely. Um, and the Paw Pass itself runs $49.95, and that is a one-time fee but the Paw Pass actually comes with a lifetime of service for the lifetime of the pet. We will update those medical records for you as they receive their treatment. And I would also like to today give three of your listeners a Paw Pass so they can experience that for themselves. Oh, I love it. Okay, so three lucky listeners can win their very own Paw Pass. Now you have to call in now. The number is one 866 405-8405 and be among the first three callers to receive your very own Paw Pass and store your pet vet records on a flash drive. So once again, that number is one 405 8405 Thanks, Sean, for taking the time to talk with me today. My pleasure. Thanks, Susan. You bet. And for more information, visit their website at checkyourpaws.com. Sounds like a cool item. We have just about enough time to take one more call. Hi, Bill. Hello. How you well, doing, hi Bill? There. All right. What do you got going on there, Bill? Uh, not too much. Well, how can I help you? This is Dr. Debbie. I, I wanted to know how, the, how much it would be to house a dog for about a week. As yeah. far as for, are you looking to be boarding your pet and uh, coming up soon? Yeah, in about the next 30 to 45 days, some, some time for, for maybe a week. Oh, okay. 
it'll really depend on where you're located, what part of the country, and what the local prices might be, and also what kind of setup you might be looking for in a in a boarding or a housing situation. Because believe it or not, the choices are immense. Um, and I can tell you, like at my office um, here in Nevada, um, for a dog to board on a given night, a small dog might be you know fifteen to sixteen dollars. A larger dog might be twenty one. But you can call around and doggy daycares or doggy suites um, they have the most amazing arrangements some of those boarding visits you know they could really get up there and you could be spending like 35 40 bucks a night for a, for a, a dog to have a nice warm bed a TV um, uh, sometimes they have closed circuit TV so you can even watch your own pet so uh, it kind of depends what you're looking for you might just have to check with your particular area and make sure they have availability because sometimes sometimes a year boarding get does get quite full. Hope that helps you out in planning there, Bill. Yes, it does. Thank you. Okay, my pleasure. It's Vinnie Penn, your party animal, coming at you on Animal Radio. I want to talk about something that I don't know if this even goes on anymore. Maybe it's a lost art. Certainly one I never understood. But the word of the day is taxidermy. Is that even still going on? Is there someone listening right now is like whose name is probably Elliot, who's like, I'm a taxidermist. Does that still happen? I visited some family friends in Rhode Island recently and got spooked because when we grew when we were growing up, we loved their dog Sport. Sport lived to be almost twenty years old. And as kids, we loved Sport. And when I went in the house, there was something very spooky on the couch because it looked like Sport stuffed. And it like took some whispering amongst my siblings before we realized, no, it was a stuffed animal that was purchased because it looked so much like sport. But it got me wondering, are people still doing that with their pets? I really kind of never got that. I get the love and the loss and the... I could even get putting a picture framed where there were flashing lights around it, Christmas tree lights around it, or Michelob lights flashing around there, or whatever. That Maybe it even barked. You could turn it on, and it would bark, and it was recording of the actual dog. But stuffing the thing and putting it up on a mantle... Oh, man. To me, that's just kind of like, are are there people who do that and sleep with it and pretend it's alive and take it for walks where they're just like dragging it down the street and all the neighbors ignore? Yeah, that's just Joey and his dog, Benji. They're, uh, yeah, Benji died a few years ago. We all act like he's alive. Hey, Joey. Hey, Benji. I don't. Good boy. Just ignore the fact that he's dragging the stuffed thing. I mean, is is it? Somebody explain taxidermy to me. This is Animal Radio Network.